What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Canine Performance Podcast episode where it is our mission to help you live the best possible life with your dog, guaranteed. I'm your host, Natalie Dobkins, and today's podcast episode is going to be on dog on trainers. What is that, you may ask? Well, I'm about to fill you in. So, being a dog owner, a part of dog ownership, comes with a lot of frustrating things. A lot of that is training, potty training, getting into structure, routine, building a relationship, all that good stuff. And all of those things are things that you have control over. How much your dog eats, what you do with the food that you give to your dog. Do you put it in a bowl? Do you hand feed them? What is the structure of your house look like? What are the things that you teach your dog? All of that jazz you have 100% control over. However, there are these things that I like to call dog untrainers, and these are the things that we have zero control over, and they're the most frustrating things on the entire planet. So to kind of give a brief overview of what some of those dog untrainers may be, I classify them into four different categories. They are going to be guests that come over to your house. It's going to be family members, off-leash dogs, and strangers. And I think that all of us that have a dog can relate to at least one of these categories of dog untrainers on more than one occasion, unfortunately. And so for guests, um, this is where you get a lot of the jumping behavior that you're trying so incredibly hard to overcome and quell that. And you have a guest come over and you preemptively say to them, hey, I am in the process of training my dog. I'm going to have them on a leash. If you could just do me a favor and when you come in, can you just ignore the dog? Don't make eye contact with them. Don't address them. Don't do anything like that. I'm trying to teach them how to greet guests properly. And so they go, oh, yeah, 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 definitely, for sure. And you also put in there, I'm also teaching them to not jump on people. So if they do jump on you, can you just give them command off? And they go, yeah, cool, got it. Guest comes over. First thing that they do, oh, my God, so cute. Oh, my. Uh. And they just go off on this high-pitched squeal that's almost an octave high enough to be able to break glass your dog loses their mind they're on the end of a leash you're trying to calm them down your guest does the worst thing possible which is to get on their level put their face next to your dog's face and then your dog starts to try and jump on them now you told your guest that if your dog started to jump on them that you, they should use the word off they use everything but the word off. They say stop or they say no, get down or anything but the word that you have been teaching your dog what it means to not jump on people. So frustrating, 100% outside of your control. The next thing is family. And I had a lot of really interesting comments on the Instagram post when it came to the topic of family. And I think that family can be really frustrating just because 
you know, when family comes over, they feel like they know you really well and they can kind of push your boundaries a lot more. And so the things that you have in your home of the structure for your dog to be able to live inside of, of not being up on the furniture, not feeding the dog human food, um, not getting them overly excited if they break a command, like getting off of their place or their climb to put them back onto their place or their climb. And your family adheres to zero of that. If anything, they try and go against those wishes and they invite the dog up onto the couch. They feed the dog human food. They call the dog off of the elevated dog bed, all these different things. And then it's really uncomfortable when you're sitting there going, look, (laughs) I'm trying to train my dog. Why are you doing this to me? Um, So that can be really frustrating. And then of course, when you go out in public, when it comes to strangers and I had a post before about saying how you shouldn't just touch dogs when you're out in public and how the general public kind of needs to realize that that's not an okay thing to do. And regardless of how many patches you have on your dog, how much you try and advocate for them, there are always going to be strangers that feel entitled and like it's necessary to go up and touch your dog. And that can really set some dogs back in training. There are some dogs that just do not like to be approached by strangers and that can end really poorly. Or there are some dogs that love strangers a lot and you're trying to get them more neutral to their environment. And each time that these situations occur, that strangers go against your wishes um, or just impede on your boundaries, that you're set back in training. Sometimes that's days, weeks, even sometimes months. And I think that this last category that I'm going to talk about is the one that is probably the most dangerous and frustrating. And that's going to be off-leash dogs. Um, If you haven't had this happen to you yet, count yourself lucky because it's very frustrating. And in a lot of instances, it can be kind of scary. Um, And especially with other owners that feel no sense of urgency. They don't understand the implications of what could potentially happen when their off-leash dog rushes yours. It's very, very rude for dogs to come up, get into your dog's space, get into your space. um, And you just never know how your dog is going to react to that. Hopefully you're at a place in training where you have taught your dog um, how to make better decisions. Um, Hopefully you can intercept that dog before they get to yours. Um, But in all of these cases, it's just things so wildly out of your control, um, especially with the off-leash dogs. Um, And when those owners are like, oh, don't worry, he's friendly. And it's like, I don't care if he's friendly. My dog isn't friendly or, um, you know, whatever it may be. And so what do you do in these situations? Well, unfortunately, while you're in them, you can kind of only manage as best as you can. So when guests are coming over and they're ruining your training, you can kind of say something or you can just completely remove the dog from the situation and just be like, nope, this is just not working. Sorry, bud. But unfortunately, you're just going to have to go into a crate. You're going to have to go into the room, whatever it may be, just removing the dog from the situation before more untraining can happen. When family comes over, sometimes that's just having a really open and honest conversation and setting those boundaries of just saying, hey, look, I love that you come over, mom, dad, sister, cousin, whatever. Unfortunately, I 
am not going to be able to invite you over if you continue to disobey my wishes when it comes to training my dog. My dog is my responsibility. And these times that you go against my wishes, it may seem small and not impactful for you, but it leaves me with a lot of regression in training for weeks or months on end. So I'm just going to put that out there. And, you know, just setting that boundary with your family can be a really difficult conversation to have, but an important one to have. When it comes to strangers, just being very hyper vigilant and being aware of your surroundings, of the people that are around. And if it's necessary of, you know, being very, very blunt of being like, do not touch my dog. I am telling you right now, do not touch my dog. Moving towards them, creating more space in front of them and your dog, whatever it is that you have to do to create space in front of those strangers. Sometimes you're you're going to feel maybe rude because most people would get the hint. But when it comes to animals, people just seem to not have those boundaries and people may outright call you rude. Maybe they'll give you weird looks, whatever it may be, and you're going to be left with feeling some sense of shame or guilt. Um, but that's the things necessary in order to do to protect your dog, and that is a part of dog ownership. And off-leash dogs, um, that's something that's very difficult. And I think that one of the tips that Glenn Cook from the Canine Paradigm had once said is that he brings an umbrella with him and when an off-leash dog comes, he opens the umbrella so that way it kind of creates like a shield and I thought that that was just such an excellent idea. Um, some people carry a collapsible baton in my little fanny pack that I carry with me when I go out walking. I have pet corrector with me. Um, so there's all these different things that you can bring with you and it, maybe it seems like overkill, but in my opinion, I would rather have overkill with me all of the time instead of be in that sticky situation and not have anything. And then before you know it, your dog is in a fight with another dog. And let me tell you, trying to break up a dog fight is when they're going at it, it's almost close to impossible. And even myself, I would not feel comfortable breaking that up. So it's in these situations where you manage to the best of your ability while it's happening and then be more vigilant and proactive in all of these different situations, just keeping those four categories in mind. So I hope that gives a little bit of insight if these are things that you have struggled with, especially when it comes to guests and family. I think that that's maybe something that isn't talked about too much, but just realize that a lot of dog owners do struggle with that. Go look at the comments on that post. Um, it is Tuesday, February 11th. If you want to go and find the post, I have a neat little graphic there for you. Um, and so just know that you're not alone in that and... Um, even if those things do occur, the only thing that you can do is just continue to move forward. Even if you are set back, you got to a good place once, you can 100% get there again and you know what it takes to get there. So hopefully you will be able to get there in a faster amount of time. But anyway, that's all that I have for you for this podcast episode talking on the topic of dog untrainers. Um, you can find us on Instagram. The handle is canine performance, C-A-N-I-N-E underscore performance. You can find us on Facebook under the same name and then also on YouTube. Another post also went up today on Tuesday, February 11th, which was um, introducing leash pressure for a loose leash walk with a little doodle named 
Oliver. You can go ahead and check that out. I dropped some pretty good nuggets of information on there on the YouTube. You can search Natalie Dobkins or Canine Performance. Um, And then also this podcast can be found anywhere that podcasts are hosted. If you find value and good information, motivation, inspiration, whatever it may be from these podcast episodes, it would really help me a lot if you gave me some feedback. Any feedback is good feedback. I want to make this as productive and effective for you guys that are listening to it. So I would really appreciate that. And besides that, that's all I got for you. So thank you so much for tuning in.